met a guy in the shir. Hello. Who I don't know. If, you know those guys who just care about their hair like crazy. Yes. He had a guy. I'm he, he had a guy. He had a guy Jordan. in the shir. His hair was his life. Jordan. I mean I'm show him. I'm show him. No, Jordan. <laughs> The Jordan. guy's hair was his life. Till today, the guy's a balabas. His hair is very important, really important. And that's, that people like that. Listen, if I had hair, it might be me. But, you know, <laughs> if the guy so has hair, I appreciate it. Like, to me, there's so many things that are bad taivas. To me, a bacher grows his hair nice and, and combs it nice. It makes it such a healthy, good thing. Like, there's so many bad things out there and us are things it's such a healthy normal teen thing grow your hair here i spoke to a parent last week i spoke to a parent that he that kid that, that described what the kid's doing with their hair he said you have a normal person <laughs> listen here it's just such a normal healthy we're not talking like, about facial hair like right? such a good thing every time my mother she me if i come my I do appreciate Ellie's nice here. Yeah, I do appreciate uh, it. I heard it here first. Oh. <laughs> you guys forgot when they said Ellie shaved his hair, I got scared. Once in Waterbury, I was going to Ellie. The kids here is my father, Maish. My father makes a bet. That my father, my father's, the, the class, the, a lot of the class shaved their heads. It was like very in, they got buzz cuts. And this guy, of course, his hair wasn't. So my father said as a complete joke, the class was like talking about buzz cuts. So my father said, if he does it, I'll do it. Like, just as a joke. Like, if he would cut his hair, I'd also do it to the class. Now, this guy, this guy, there's no way. The class paid him, like, hundreds of dollars. They, and really? It's a chiddush till today. He's married with kids. His hair is beautiful. He has, like, very set hair. And my father, if you know my father, my father, can I know assembly? I'm, we're very different. My father has beautiful hair. His hair naturally goes up. My father goes, and he has a big head of hair. He's Kanaina Assembly. He has a gazunta head of hair. You ever seen my father? Yeah. He has a good head of hair. So my father says, if he shaves, I'll shave. And they, the class got the guy to shave. He buzzed it off. And my father did it. His word, my father's word, he, he shaved his head. He, came, he was wearing a hat. He did not take off his hat for like weeks. Was, was that before you remember this? He shaved his head. I remember the guy. The guy's in his shul today. The guy diamonds in his shul. The guy's hair is still perfect, and my father's hair is still beautiful. It comes back. But he said Ellie shaved his hair. I was like, what Ellie David did? I'll kill him. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you make it come back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one thing, David, I love the guys. The guys' hairs are awesome. The guys have to be extremely careful. The main thing to be careful is there's over here. You have to be very, very careful. You're not allowed to equate oh, yeah. the forehead yeah. to the back of the ears. Here, you're not allowed to make cuts. You can't go lower than a two. You're not allowed. A two is the zero lower than a two. Zero. It's What? No, no, no. Just a two. Never. Tell a barber never lower. Lower than a two here. <laughs> Never. How long Yeah, sure. Um, Yehuda Solni is the key, or, you put it, or maybe put it in my stender. Stender, tap, or in, or Yehuda Solni. We hacked about this. Shlomo Zalman has the card. Shlomo Zalman, the card. Now, don't let lower that. This is lower. 
in Waterbury with Machmim, tattoos. Don't, if anybody Yosef says, Yosef right? is the best barber in Yeshiva besides Arye, tied with Ari Barnett. And the rule is anybody says less than a two, you say no. When you're professional. What about Norman? Norman? Norman's professional barber. I didn't know, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know. Three-way tied. I didn't know, I didn't know. I've seen Ari's, I'm not a fraud, I'm not a fraud. I didn't see. After, who'd you give a hair? To? You have to, what, let me hear the guy doesn't care. Jan, let me see. Jan, who gave David's hair? Which guy? David, yeah. Have cool hair, have long hair. One thing to make very sure never less than a two here. Don't go less than two, no, no cuts here. We, we're, we're from Yidin. Beautiful hair is important. It's very healthy for a youngster to have nice hair. Very healthy. If you try to crush a youngster's. An older person has much less of a rut sign that's not like his thing. It's experimental. A person trying to feel. There's other priorities. Yeah, it's just you like, can't, like so in other words, you can't when you're older, you're, 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 you're not supposed to live vicariously. And here, you live through your teenage. I enjoy. I have no hair, but I like that my son Yaakov has a beautiful head of hair. That's the shot. <laughs> I want to introduce you to someone and, called... And, 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 Rebbe, and, Rebbe, and he doesn't have a beard, but Rebbe does, so it goes either way. You, know? yeah. Maybe when you're older, the hair goes here. Sure. You have to get the right brush. I'll give you the right brush. Um, I want to talk about a topic. I want to explain the irony of what I'm about to do, Yaakov. There's an irony here. Yosef, I'm going to ask you a huge favor. I need to see you and everybody behind you. Could that stender, could that stender go on Please the floor? Can we shout out Yosef's yamba? No, I, I think it's this, really cool. That, that, that stender can go on the floor. It's the biggest tree in the forest here of Stenders. <laughs> Everything else has like a little hole you can see through. It's yeah, no, no, that, that one, one is like a hides like worlds behind oh. there. Oh, Yank of Richland, hello. <laughs> so I want to do something funny, but I want you to please hear this well. It's important to me what I'm saying now, and... And perhaps, again, I don't want to rate what number of importance you see. But I'm saying now, and I want to explain the irony. We're in Aseris Yimei We're up to day number four of the ten days of Tshuva that are designated days of Tshuva. Typically in days of Tshuva, and again, I like talking, I don't like, during the year we're going to go a number of topics that we're going to do during the year. There's a lot I want to talk to you about, and you'll see a lot of specifics. We're going to talk about, I'm very into working on mitzvahs, and we'll talk over the year about specific mitzvahs. In Aseris made Tshuva, I'm very into general, Clolius, because what we're trying to do is change our plane. We're not trying to work on one specific mitzvah. We're trying to talk about a midah that affects all mitzvahs. Change the plane of our actions. A lot of tshuvas to get more fundamental. To get deeper yet, if a person's more akaras atayv, I love speaking about all year, seresimei tshuva more than ever. The, we spoke about submitting to Hashem. All year it's important. Aseris Yimei Tshuva, when you're trying to work on fundamental things, it's, so that submitting to Hashem is important. The next thing is very fundamental, but it's very surprising to talk about Aseris Yimei Tshuva. Because typically in Aseris Yimei Tshuva, we're finding out our faults, what we're lacking, and fixing. We're in days, in a very real way, we're in days of fixing. Now I ask guys to engage the days. Are you fixing yourself now? 
Are you sell? When I say fixing, doesn't the, the mashmoy sounds like something's broken? Are you improving? Are you working fundamentally? Are you? Is there any area fundamentally in your life that you want the rest of your 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 year to look different because of your work now? If the answer is no, you're not being real to what Chazal want. There's such a bad stigma to Aseris Yimei It is so deep, profound. We could show this, so if you had irreligious cousins or some guy walked in, you tell them, you know, we have 10 days that we work on a fundamental point, but like deeply work on deep things. So we have 10 days designated tshuva to really, we're people with a mission and to be more true to it and to work on fundamental points in these 10 days. That's unbelievably incredible. Now do it. Now do it. Unfortunately, we have a stigma because we were told that when we were young, our picture, we weren't sophisticated. And the only thing was this bummer where I'm supposed to get more serious. So don't play ball. So all the chitzainias that are not the point. So that became the ichor. These things that are not the point, they're only to help facilitate the point. But all we heard is don't play ball, get more intense, feel a certain chuva buzz. That's all, those are all the backdrop. It's true it's more intense days, only because of what we're actually doing. What we're actually doing is not something, is something so healthy, something so profound, something precious that our nation has built into the year. Unbelievably, we have built into the year, Seres Yimei Ten days with his heavenly assistance, it says Hashem helps out. The Ramam speaks it out. All year round is good for tshuva. It's much more miskabelis. Hashem helps more. It says, Call to Hashem when He's close. He's closer. It's just easier now to improve, to get closer to Hashem, and to do fundamental things that return us to be more godly people. And that's the point of these 10 days. Now, typically in these 10 days, the people are working, they're fixing, so they're finding mistakes in their life. That's what's being done. So it becomes ironic that Kalish on day four of the days designated to quote-unquote fix mistakes, to improve, to work on fundamental things of ourselves that affect all our actions, and on such a day and such a period, what I want to talk about is being happy with what your actions are. Sameach b'chelkai. Now it seems so funny because these are days to work on lacking, yet I want to tell you that if somebody can acquire this madrega as a massive help in Ruchnius, growth, aliyah, success, and this we'll talk about a lot over the year, all of Avoidus Hashem is balance. It's called Dover Vifuchai, the thing in its opposite. I'm going to give you an example. If you, my father spoke in his shul about Rosh Hashanah, my father, everything comes from Chazal. They're massive steroids. Are you supposed to be confident, Rosh Hashanah, or are you supposed to be scared? There are steroids. There are real contradictions. And my father quoted the Chazal that you're supposed to be confident. We shave and shower and dress. We're being judged. And we're all like, you know, a prisoner. There's whole psychology. Our guy going in front of a judge should dress. There's psychology. If a, if a prisoner would dress as if, like, there's no problem, that would anger the courtroom. They purposely dress in a way that things aren't perfect. Very unsophisticated criminals dress to kill in court. 
a certain type of like thug who goes to court, so he thinks I want to make a good impression, and he dresses like a million bucks. It's a very low thing. It shows the person who doesn't get society. That's like the person who really did commit the murder. And the jury and the judge see him, he's out of touch. Because he's being judged. He's happy how serious this is. He's trying to show I'm like confident. And to the jury and judge, see a guy who doesn't get it. And the typical thing to go into court, and any smart person would dress toned. I want to look like a good person. I want to look like a thug. But they would also dress with the realization I'm in a difficult matziv. It would have that car of things are not just perfect. So you wouldn't dress to kill. You would dress quite toned down to look respectful, but understanding my life, that there's trouble here. The jury and the judge want you to be recognizing that the, th- the situation's serious. That shows a person who's in touch, who gets what's going on, who's, who understands the situation. We go Rosh Hashanah, we dress to kill. And the Rishonim speak about it. The Torah says the reason we do is we're supposed to show a confidence. And there are contradictions. If you're supposed to be confident or nervous, and the answer is, I, I apologize to say this, balanced, there's a degree of both. Chazal kol gilui berad, rejoice in fear. Rosh Hashanah is the I learned from my Rebbe. Rosh Hashanah is not a day. Guys had a wonderful Rosh Hashanah in Yeshiva. I was extremely impressed. We had the balance here. It's not, Rosh Hashanah doesn't look like Shavuos. Shavuos is just unrestrained joy, singing and dancing. We didn't dance tons Rosh Hashanah, but that wasn't by accident. We danced, I know, I know, it wasn't by accident. The songs are more contained. It's not a day that it's wild and crazy. It's a day, an intelligent person has confidence, there's also, it is a scary day, there's balance. So all of life is balance. You talk about a person who's not worried about the future, that's a big milo. He's, he's tzaddik oichal l'soi v'nafshoi. A tzaddik eats good today, I don't worry about tomorrow. I'll touch it, Saras Macher, that's a madrega. But on the other end, Ezel Chachma Rayas and you're a fool if you don't anticipate tomorrow. So, what's the answer? Balance. Every area in, in, in Avoid Hashem is balanced. Very shallow people, when they hear a speech, I once spoke to my father, Shul, most people, 99.9999, very sophisticated people. But I spoke about a topic, I spoke about a topic called Zrizus. Zrizos. So the guy asked, he didn't use these words, what about Messinos? Messinos means to be deliberate. Zrizos means quick. Messinos means deliberate. And both are midos. Any An unsophisticated person hears a speech about something, say, but Rabbi, what about the other way? I know. Of course, there's always the other way. He was, he was highlighting this way. He felt that we need a chizuk in this side of the coin. So you could always like attack a shear. What about the other way? In all manners of ruchnius, there's balance. <laughs> to the very silly person, thinks that balance is easier. Very, the Rambam in English it's called the golden means. The Rambam calls the golden means the derech hamemutza, the middle path. Now people think, why can't you be balanced? Why can't you be balanced? As if like balance is like easier. Balance is much harder than extremism. Balance means you have both sides of the coin. You were kinda too, you're not balanced if you weren't kinda two middays. You're kinda opposites. If you're unbelievably rigid and disciplined for good things, but you're unbelievably flexible when you need to be, you're a balanced man. Avram Avinu, what's Avram Avinu's middah? Chesed. Chesed, and what he do, he's willing to shech his son. That's a balanced individual. Like, 
opposite things he could have in one. Great people are remarkably balanced to the point that you think you know them. He's kind and he's mean. He's this and he's that. They're balanced, so they could be opposite. That's Sanel. What I want to talk about today is we stand there on the fourth of the ten days of change, of growth, of introspection, of fundamental changes in ourselves, improvements. And on these days, we're thinking about lacks, all that we're lacking. And I want to talk about appreciating what we, yes, have. Now, obviously, that's a media that must be acquired. There's a, there's a sefer written by an early chesidish Rebbe. It's called Priya Aretz. The sefer is from the highest Kabbalah Svarim out there. A person who has no shyness Kabbalah, I cannot read, I'm not being modest, I'm just telling you a fact. I cannot understand the piece in there till, till mo, for most of the sefer. It is deep, deep Kabbalah. I don't know what I'm reading. I, I translate the words, I don't know what he's saying. You have to have tremendous background in Kabbalah to, to read that sefer. It's a very, very high sefer written by a very early Talmud of the Baal Shem. Very early Chesedish Rebbe. Oh, he's saying Shemler? Yeah, it's, he, he lived, I think he was a Talmud of a Talmud of the Baal Shem. I think it was a Talmud of a Talmud of Baal Shem. It's really early Chesidus, and it's very, very Kabbalistic, as Chesidim's Natiya towards Kabbalah. tremendous amounts of Kabbalah. You have to be very advanced to Kabbalah. Even Shem, he can't learn it yet. The Priyaris. <laughs> now, yet. What you, yet? Now, in... <laughs> <laughs> not yet. The Varden, now, in way late in the Sefer, I bought the Sefer for, I, actually Yaakov Metz bought it for me, but I wanted to get the Sefer and Yaakov bought it for me. For one paragraph in the Sefer, I bought the whole, I got the Sefer. Late in the Sefer, he has a letter to somebody, and in the letter to somebody, he says why many people don't become great in Ruchnius. And he says the biggest stoppage, Zevigrela, that people don't become bigger in Ruchnius is they're not Sameach Bechelkom in Ruchnius. They're not happy with what they do. I asked Bakri after Zman, how is Zman could have been better? That reply angers me. I'm asking you what you did this year. You didn't do anything? Tell me what you did this year. Could have been better is a terrible answer after Zman. Terrible. What did you do? It's odd say it always could have been better. So then you're just that person who has always uns- an unsatiable appetite. Dangerous. We have something, and we're, we're, we're hammered away in yeshivas a lot. I want you all to memorize the word. Everybody say the word after me. She'ifais. It's a Hebrew word. What does it mean to be shayif? Not inspirations. Aspirations. Thank you. Different word. Aspirations. Inspiration, aspiration. What's an inspiration, guys? When you're inspired, inspiring, inspiration. Inspiring people. In, inspired is one thing. At, what are aspirations? Goals. Goals. Aspirations are desired goals. Places of destinations I want to get to. That's an aspiration. She'ifais are aspirations. The word is in the obviously. She'ifais, aspiration. It's very close. Many words like that. Remember, everything comes from Lashon Kaidish. Ultimately, from one language. What? Way back when. Often, many languages, many, many words in many languages. Lashon Kaidish was the first language Hashem spoke to Adam. So it's normal, even when they had many languages, you'll find many words, and you can tr- trace many words back Lashen, how, how from this. Like Those it's close. Aspirations, this she fights. Very close. Okay. Sure. No, Shin Pei. Aspirations. ASP is the she, it's the Shin Pei. No? 
There's a lot of words that are similar to that SP. I don't know if I'm right. The Kitzer Advarim, it doesn't make a difference. The Kitzer Advarim, the Kitzer Advarim is that we're taught a lot about aspirations, aspiring. To always have Shifais, which is 100% true. To always have targets and to always hear Madragas that we aspire to. That is completely essential for a Ben but the counter to it that I feel we are unbelievably flawed at and we're not hit enough with this is to learn to be happy with Ruchnius. I did something to have a tremendous simch and accomplishment. It's, there's a good reason that in the yeshiva siyumim. So I can learn it better, I can know it better. My son, I finished Makasim, does he know it? I was trying to learn Gemaras that are amazingly tough that I don't know today if he can fully get. When I was his age, I also learned the Gemara, I didn't fully get it. But I saw it enough over the years, today I understand it. I'm not a good enough Balmazvir to give it to him clear right now. And if he would say, I'm not Mangasim, I don't have a clear enough, to be a tremendous mistake. It's beautiful that he finished the Masechta, Mekasim. There's a tremendous, I don't know, well, when I has, when I know it better. That's wrong. Celebrate. You finished. Celebrate. There's so much in Ruchnius that must be celebrated. I'll tell you a mice I once had with a Bacher. There's a true story. It brings out so much. I have to tell you this. This Bacher was holding, and I had this once in a while. He was way behind the yeshiva. He wasn't up to Waterbury, Connecticut. He wasn't from... For all different reasons, he went through tremendous things. This yeshiva, the starting points he's from, he wasn't from, wasn't Shemesh Shabbos, wasn't Shemesh Shabbos. He had all different problems. Now, for his world, he was glad to doing very well. For his world, he was doing well. For where his starting point, but I was upset at him, he was killing the yeshiva. He's being Michal Shabbos, he's doing a lot of bad stuff that's harming the yeshiva. I told him we're like a terrible relationship because really I should be proud of you. You're, you're doing better. And I'll be from, I'll be from. He's, he's moving and I should be proud of him. I said, you really need to be in a place that fits where you're up to, that's working with a guy with your struggles. And then they'll be extremely proud. Whoa, you saw what he did. He showed, I, 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 I should, should I be at that madrega? You're hurting the yeshiva. You're not up to the yeshiva. So I'm upset at you and I should be proud of you. I don't know what to do. I'm struggling. 
I'm struggling. It's a yeshiva, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, that is, we have a range, and I'm proud of our range. And we try very hard to understand the person and not, 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 not be mevatl a person for the cause, for the yeshiva. And maybe somebody should say we should have any range. I don't know. I don't think we could have goyim. You can't have any range. There's some range you have to have a thought. A guy is also a good person, but that's not the range we work in to work in the yeshiva. So there's a certain range. If we brought in 50 people from who, who you know totally mufka from Yiddishkeit, I don't. There is a range. A, a, a yeshiva could operate in a basic range. He wasn't within the range we could operate. In my estimation. In my estimation. But I told the guy that Be'emes, we should be happy about your successes because you're succeeding. Sameach Bechelka, learning a person to be happy about his successes. Gaining, but inside, a sense of celebrating that victory. That was good, is a massive need in order to steig in Ruchnius. The Priya Arut says that the Iker reason, he says the Iker, the main reason people don't become great is because they don't, they don't celebrate little victories. He says that's the main reason. Now, if you think it's chasidish, so good, so it's chasidish. But you should know that happens to be. It's litvish also. Reb Chaim Volozhin writes in Nefesh Achaim, in, um, in, not in Nefesh Achaim, in Ruach Chaim, in Sefer on Avais, he says, Sameach Bechelka, in the sixth parak, parak Vav of Avais, he says, Sameach Bechelka is in Ruchnius. A person's supposed to be Sameach Bechelka in Ruchnius. Reb Chaim Volozhin writes it. That's litvish. Talmud of the Gra. So you have from Litvish and Hasidish sources, Sameach Bechelka in Ruchnius, to learn to appreciate. If there would be a Bachar who for an hour was struggling and fighting off not to look at an inappropriate thing, he has a phone and for an hour he fought, and then, and then after an hour he does that Vera, he looks at something inappropriate. If somebody asked me, he said, I tried my and I lost. You didn't lose, you won for an hour. He should be proud that he won for an hour, real. It doesn't, I, I, that, that I made that mistake, I made a mistake, I won for an hour. It's a big accomplishment. Tremendous Kiddush for one hour. Unbelievable. If he would celebrate that hour, he'd become a better person. Naira for an hour, but we're trained, the Yetzirah hates when we celebrate successes. This, this, this is Hasidish. The Yetzirah's name, there's not Hasidish, in fact, what's the Yetzirah's name that we're not allowed to say, don't say it, but spell it? We don't say this name. It's like Voldemort. The name must not be said. We don't say this name. It's Samach Mem Aleph Lamed. It's a name we don't say. Samach Mem Aleph Lamed. That's the name of the eight. Sorry, that we don't say. That's his name. Samach Mem Aleph Lamed. But I saw an Achsidish source. You know what it stands for? That's his name. What? That's the name of the Yitzhahara. So, so, yeah. Samach, man, don't say it. We don't say that. The Kitzer is, the Kitzer is Rabbi Say. Now I just made like a new Yitzhahara by saying, no, I want to say it. I say it, don't worry, you're not going to, you won't turn into a frog, I promise you. You'll turn into a princess. The Kitzer is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not creating new yet. Now, like, everybody has a new yet. So hard, like what? We all say it on three. <laughs> the kids <laughs> remove the eight star and then we'll go back you kids so I saw in Chesidish Sefer that Samach Mem Aleph Lamed stands for Siyum Mesech Te'en Lasses don't make Siyum Mem Siyum Mesech Te'en Lasses now it sounds cute but to me, there's something profound because the Yetzirah doesn't want us to celebrate Ruchni's spiritual accomplishments. He'd much rather we're insatiable. And the sense of I can never be good enough doesn't allow for success. 
doesn't allow for a healthy success. I am good. I'm doing very good. Okay, there's more areas, there are higher areas. Fine, I'm doing very well. That sense of not appreciating what I'm doing, a step, a good step I took, causes tremendous failure. I don't know why you see a tremendous amount of it today, probably because the Yitzhahara is very powerful today, of all or nothing behaviors. Yeah. A sense of all or nothing. It's either this or that. There's some Bachram who their types all or nothing. I don't like when I see them learning. They have cycles of learning all day, all night, not learning at all. all I can't stand that. I want to see the guy doing pretty well. Because there's something society? called pretty well. There's something called I'm doing well. I'm, I'm growing. I'm adding. I'm adding. I'm adding. I'm adding. How is your Zman I added? What do you do? I, I learned a blot. I learned five blot. I did something. I did something. Sameach Bechelka is huge, necessary tool in order for a person to steig in Ruchnius, to very much celebrate and be appreciative of the Ruchnius I have. That is an unbelievably important tool that is necessary. We're going to learn later this year about, and speak a lot about Samech Bechelka and Gashmias, which is important also, is huge. It's much less known about and equal importance, if not more importance, in Ruchnius. To learn to be happy with the Ruchnius I do, the Ruchnius I have accomplished. Not as an excuse not to accomplish, as a chizik for what I've yes accomplished, to be happy about it. A friend of mine is going at the Chinuch, and I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll probably repeat this story, and I've told it to you once already this year, and we'll repeat it. A friend of mine was going at the Chinuch, and he asked me for advice. And I told him, celebrate, celebrate like a beast, a quote-unquote small accomplishment of a bacher. He said, oh, I'm shooting for bigger things. He didn't want to accept it. I've never seen him do very much in Chinuch. Never, not, came out nothing. He said, I'm shooting for bigger things. Hatzlacha. Hatzlacha, okay. Is the ups and downs in learning because of the doubt? Because you're doing so much and then you're not doing, or is it? I don't want. That's a good question. It's a good question. We must celebrate the accomplishments in Rachnis. Accomplishments, accomplishments must. Inside we have to have yes, sense. A lot of times when you're a makam nisayan, you can't remember whole shmuzim. I'm very into. If, if there's a site there and you don't want to look, and you want to try to not look, you're not going to give yourself all shmuzim. You have a taiva. You're not going. I like when a guy grabs on to one word or one thing that he could tell himself that lets him have a victory. I love saying, when I grew up, Marv Albert was the big announcer, and, and he used to say he had a yes. He had, he, when a guy scored, he had like this very emphatic yes. So I tell a guy, don't look, say yes. I did it. Yes. That was exact. The yes. That was exact. He had a yes. Or victory, some sense of learning internally that that was a great victory. That was a very chashma victory. Leman Hashem, you just looked. It's unbelievable. You wanted to say some lashon hara. The people who have internally know how to celebrate a victory. That was really good. A real pat on the back to yourself, but real. A real sense of that was a good, that was Laman Hashem. I did something really meaningful. I exercised Bechira. I just lived. I just did something important. I just followed Hashem. Kiddush I followed Hashem's Torah. To have some way of being Mechazek, we end up, the people who, big tzaddikim, I believe, have these internal voices. By the way, they don't need a lot of credit from others. They don't need a lot of pat on the backs because they pat themselves on the back. They know how to themselves celebrate and appreciate and be very joyous in Avaydis Hashem. They know how this 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 Sameach Bechelkoy. It's funny that one of the great punishments 
We got Parshas Kisove were tremendous Klolis, 98 Klolis that were heart-wrenching. And one of the reasons for the Klolis were not serving Hashem, Hashem B'Semcha. Not serving Hashem with joy. It's not a chesidish Indian, it's a pasuk in Kisavai. Not serving Hashem with joy. And one of the greatest blockages of serving Hashem with joy is excessively focusing what I don't do. What I don't do. Well, it's not good enough. Well, I have a friend. What does your friend have to do? You're in a sinus. Well, my friend, you know how much it takes away from our Simcha Shel Mitzvah, the sense, well, it's not good enough. Half the reason people who are good of Oivdei Hashem is because they have a beautiful Sameach Bechelkoy. They put on film, they're very tzufridin about it. They're very happy about it. I made a decision, I put on my film. Kehosh, good job. Excellent, you did it. That's the sense. He came here, Zach Rosen came here. He has, he has, he's a guy, a Baal wonderful Baal And he came and he imparted something from his Rebbe. I don't know if the guys understood. I don't know. I'm sure he understood. He was trying, like he made a bracha and he was showing the guys all to start cheering and going crazy from the bracha. He was saying, Hashem, this is the best thing ever. And he said a bracha and everybody started, and he had the whole cheering. I don't know if they have because it became just a cute, funny thing. There's something profound inside that's supposed to happen, not outside the cheering. You made a bracha. It's excellent. Excellent. There's a real Sameach Bechelke that you're supposed to learn to develop on your accomplishments in Ruchnius. But a real sense, that was excellent. That was really good. And you work on something, learn to, imp- to appreciate that what you've done, appreciate the opportunity to have done, and that you've done it. Excellent. Learn to have that voice. Says, good job, Kalish. That was good. That was good. You fight for an hour, perhaps. I'm very into self-reward. I'm very into that. Buy yourself something from 7-Eleven. Go to 7-Eleven. Don't tell other people. Very into that. You did something, you're allowed, there might be a buy, a buy you wanted for a while, you get it for yourself, I'm into that, a guy showing himself, that was good, excellent. But that sense of Sameach Bechelka is a massive thing to acquire, and I'm talking about Naser Simei Days that are typically spent on all the things we're lacking, and what we're not doing, and what we're deficient in, to me, if we can acquire an appreciation of what we are efficient in, what we have would be a massive accomplishment in our Vedas Hashem. People instinctively feel, I'm happy, but aren't I supposed to have she'ifais? This she'ifais minus samech bechelkai is a tremendously bad person. I could tell you in Chinuch, if I detect there are certain people and they have it in themselves and they give it to Talmidim, there's a certain type like this perpetually insatiable person, when I detect it in Chinuch, I know, oh no, stay away. Stay, I detect it in people. It means unsatisfied. Ne- unsatisfied. Un- can't be satisfied. When I detect it in people, if I have somebody I'll detect it in, I get so scared in Chinuch, those mechanichim, they're nasty. Nothing's good enough. Nothing's good enough. That's that, really deadly. Many, many corpses are filled. Such a person will have much blood on his hands. Many Talmidim will be damaged and it's a certain personality type. It's, 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 a, it's a challenge. A person has, they're insane. Oh no, the guy's in Chinuch. It's a bad one to eat. They're perpetually unsafe. It's not enough. It's not enough. Everybody's bad. Things are bad. That is really, really a lousy recipe in Chinuch. Because the best thing in Chinuch is to learn Sameach Bechelkai. It is not 
again, it does not contradict. It's a balance. And you, if a guy only had Samech Bechelke and didn't have any aspirations, that would not be good either. But I think we have that. We're in yeshiva. Like we're in yeshiva. We have aspirations. No question. But I think, and being in yeshiva, always being pushed and hearing Madregas, every morning we're talking about aspirations. But acquiring the opposite, Yosef Chaim, acquiring Samech Bechelke, the answer we have to learn, self-talk, to tell ourselves, to appreciate, to really, really celebrate. I did it. That was good. I learned this. The sense of it could have been better is, is like a, is a very silly sense. What do you do? El, you had a good L. You improved. You made decisions to improve. You went somewhere. You, 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 you did some good stuff. Learn to appreciate that. That was Gishmak. It's funny that Sukkis culminates after all the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, after this, all these holy days, you have Sukkis. Rishonim say that what's the joy of Sukkis? That three Pshatim, three main Pshatim, What's the Simcha of Sukkot? Zman Simcha Seinu. Do you know the standard shot in the Simcha of Sukkot is the Simcha of Kaparas Avinus? Parach Hashem, I went through a tshuva process. That seems funny. Most people feel I didn't do enough. I didn't do enough. <coughs> and there's a whole yomtiv designed to celebrate that I did the tshuva process. Maybe it wasn't enough. Is there anybody? Says, I did it. So Sukkot is for no one. It's for the guy who mamish did it right. So if you didn't do it right, then you so who's the guy who thinks he did it right? So, so Sukkot is for one person. Sukkot is only for Chaim Kenyavsi. Hashem made Sukkot for you, for me, for him. What Sukkot mean? To celebrate the Kapara season you went through. Do you do enough? It's, but, but Hashem said, yes, yeah, Sukkot. Simchas, man Simchasenu. Tremendous joy that I cared. I went to a Shmuzim. I came to Shmuzim and I listened to Shmuzim and I practically made some cheshvan nefesh. I sat Rosh Hashanah, I davened. <coughs> that celebration has massive success. I spoke in Rosh Hashanah, I want to repeat it, but I want you to hear the depth of this. I spoke Rosh Hashanah, I want you to hear this for yourself and for your kids one day. Zevi, Yan, I need you. Come to the front, Zevi, Yan, and focus with every ounce of strength you have. Come right here, come right here. I, I said this on Rosh Hashanah. I want to repeat it. I'm going to tell you the story. Yitzi, I want you to hear the story of a kid. It's a pretend story that may be like it. You know when they have the movies based on a true story? I always laugh at that because based on a true story is like... There's no, it does, it's, there's, no it's there's no mashmais. There's no to based on it. Whenever they have a book and a movie based on a true story, <laughs> so every anything fake can be based on the truth. How far did you go? So it doesn't mean anything to be based on a true story. If it's the story, it's the third. If it's not the story, it's not based on a true story. It doesn't is that alone is a very lying statement because you can go. You could have the craziest lie based on a true. Yeah, there was once a person. It's about a person. So it's based on a per, based on its true story. It doesn't mean anything. But anyway. That's just a side point. The Kitsa Yitzi is like this. That, so this is based on a true story. But picture this story, Yitzi. You have a kid who has ADHD. So a kid who has ADHD, his ability to sit in shul is not easy. Okay? So you have a 14-year-old kid. Sitting in shul is really, really, really hard for him. Just his makeup. If you have a kid who doesn't have ADHD, he can sit in shul much easier. And Morgan Schmack's not a level playing field. This kid to sit there and focus when he's not stimulated is murder. Practically impossible. Now, 
It's not a level, and another kid could sit there. Mm, just that, that, that's it. It's nature. It's not a ADHD is not a handicap. Zero. The biggest people, the biggest godl in America, arguably, but from the biggest godl in America is ADHD. The Rashiva of the biggest yeshiva in America, inarguably, is ADHD. That ADHD is not a handicap. It's just ADHD. ADHD is when they're well, super, hi- uh, super hyper, right? There's, there's, there's probably, lo- there's many. That's one part and of ADHD. ADHD is though when it's a disorder. Concentration, it's, it's, a, it's a long conversation. You, you, it's oversimplification. There's a lot of... So when you say that the big book switch is or whatever has ADHD, you mean he's jumping around saying good morning? No, no, I don't want to go through all the symptoms. No, no. No, we could talk about it. I don't want to talk about it now. Just it's, it's, We could talk about it. It's not my point. It's not my point. I spoke about on Roshana, it's not my point. What I want to say is as follows. Watch so this. So you have two. Let's just get this. I want. I want to focus on this. So you have two guys. Just watch this. You have two guys sitting there at a shear. Two guys on a on Rosh Hashanah. One guy could sit easily. That's his nature. He sits. It's boring. He wants his dad to be proud of him. His motivation. He's 14 years old. His dad's saying, Ooh, and he's feeling tremendous nachas. His son is sitting there, davening so beautifully. Davening even loud, maybe. And the whole shul is like, look at that man. The father props. Look at your son. The kid feels good. I don't say. I'm not trying to be cynical. Maybe the kid has Yerusha mind, but a 14 year old sitting there. I was that kid once. I sat there because I felt like a million bucks. I was a goody-goody. My, my father was so proud of me. So I sat there. Excellent. So you're a goody-goody. You're sitting there. Excellent. You have another kid who that motivation's not enough. He can't sit. It's impossible. And he also wants to feel good and be a goody-goody, but he can't. He can't do it. Now, that kid, you can imagine, he's not motivated to come early in the morning. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. He bugs. He has bug outs. And he's sitting there. The, the guy who doesn't have it, when I was 14, I didn't know about this. But the other guy had bug outs. I don't know what bug out was, but he's bugging out. He's freaking out. He's literally bugging. He, he's just losing his mind. The other guy's not bugging out. He's sitting there. He's just so happy that he's... It's just different natures. So the bug out guy, you can imagine that by nature he doesn't come on time because it's a murderous day for him. He doesn't have very good... So there's a couple of years already. Typically as little kids it doesn't come as much. Usually when the hormones set in 12, 13, ADHD comes out much starker. So this kid doesn't sit very well. He just doesn't sit very well. And as most... I don't get it. He used to sit a lot. Okay, so to read a little bit, find out about what's... ADHD. They don't know a lot about it. But the reality is, now he's 14, so he has trouble sitting. So now watch his Rosh Hashanah day. So he comes late to shul. Can imagine sitting is not a... And he really tries hard, and he actually listens to Shifer. He's actually there, and he pushes. By the way, him being there two hours, and the other kid was there seven, he may have pushed harder to be there two hours, and that could push seven. He might. Very possible. Yeah, again, it's hard to rate, but the kid is seven. is not pushing that hard at all. He's there. He's feeling like a million bucks. Everybody loves him. And he's just, just inside, like very proud of himself, what he's doing. And that's like, then in his mind, and he can do what he wants and just park himself there. The other guy can't do it. Now, the other guy tries hard. It's a two-hour day. Now, the other guy's a two-hour day. His mom is livid at him that he's not in that. that, that she's trying to get him out. He just won't listen. He just won't go. She's, Rosh Hashanah, Yengel, Yengel, trying to get him out. His dad is very embarrassed. He rolls in late. He, he, he rolls in late. His dad's frustrated. It doesn't look good. The sh- people are sure looking. You know, the poor father was a kid. Rosh Hashanah, he comes in late. And he's not sitting very long. He doesn't look great like that. So to the dad, it's hard. And the dad's struggling. You know, it's like... 
He, tra- he holds in. He's a big tzaddik. He doesn't say anything. Our kids know every thought we have. No we say. The kid knows how disappointed and frustrated and anxious you are about him. So to the kid, it was one miserable experience. A disappointing mom, upsetting dad. That's one miserable experience. I tell parents, you're usher to be disappointed. Not, not ever. You're allowed to be disappointed. I tell parents when they're wrong, you have no right to be disappointed in your kid. Shame on you. Shame on you, you disappointed. I didn't say, I held it in. I never, I don't, parents, I, I don't tell him that. I say, you don't need to tell him, he knows. Kids know our, the Reb Tzadok HaKoyen says, kids are our deepest thoughts. Our kids, you heard the line he said, Reb Tzadok writes in Tzadok, our kids are our deepest thoughts. You know why they're our deepest thoughts? Because they know our deepest thoughts. So the bottom line is, so the, the bottom line is the, the, the kid has a frustrated father, frustrated mother. It's the opposite of the very schmooze we're telling you. And this is all for a kid who may have tried harder than his brother who sat the whole time. Now, Maish, let's, re, let's now give this kid comes to yeshiva here. And his Rebbe is unbelievable. The kid comes for Rosh Hashanah. And all of a sudden he has the best Rosh Hashanah of his life. Because his effort is appreciated. He mamish put in. He came. He was moving around in shul. He, he figured out different tricks. He read a book next to his, his saving. Brilliant. Such a smart idea to be there longer. He came in and out, but he really pushed himself and fought and heard the shaifer and had an unbelievable shine. And people are inside are just proud of him. Now, admittedly, they don't have a lot of the nesiyanis to the parents. I'm not saying they're better than the parents, but it's more true for what he needs. And the guy had the best shine of his life. Then what happens? The next year is even better and better. And then lo and behold, he's sitting the whole Rosh Hashanah early in the morning. I saw guys who have been here, Rosh Hashanah alumni, sitting here from early, early in the morning, not moving the whole time. Had they get there? Because when they put in the Rosh Hashanah before, it was appreciated, the effort. As long as, I'm not using it as an excuse. The effort was appreciated and real. Now, Rabbi said, this wasn't to prop the yeshiva. It's to give you for ourselves, for our own lives, it, and this is for anybody. They're amongst us people who can sit easily. There's nothing to... Don't... The ADHD was only a muscle. For all the battles of life, look what happened when you had Samech Bechelka and Ruchnius and when you didn't. When you didn't have Samech Bechelka and Ruchnius, you have a kid who ultimately becomes at risk and is not showing up. Those kids ultimately are not coming Rosh Hashanah anymore. And the opposite way, when it was celebrated and noticed, and not fake... Not a sense of, oh, great, great. I'm not talking about that. The guy fought. I'm talking about real, not an excuse for fakeness. But a guy put in, and that, that was impressive, and it's deeply appreciated and understood and valued. A guy that, and a guy that my best was shown in my life. Because what he did was appreciated. He appreciates, others appreciate it. There's no frustration. He had an unbelievable Roshan. He put in Laman Hashem for the right reasons. And the next year he has better and better. He's on the ladder of Aliyah. The Sameach, the Chelk, so the Sheifa is, but I just want so much. The Sheifa is minus Sameach, the Chelk, leads to a guy who's no longer there, Rosh Hashanah. He's no longer there. He's not in shul ever. He's gone. That was the Sheifais minus Samech Bechelkai. And Samech Bechelkai was Sheifais, the guy who's davening beautifully. Slowly, slowly. Because life's a ladder, steps. Slowly. Givaldi, you put in. You really made serious efforts. Samech Bechelkai, we must learn it in Ruchnius. We must. And it doesn't, it, it, when I say it doesn't contradict Sheifais, it must go together with Sheifais. It must be inserted in the recipe, aspirations. 
Aspirations minus Sameach Bechelka is disastrous, insatiable, never satisfied, which ends up leading to nothing. Ends up I do nothing. I have aspirations, but I don't learn to celebrate what I yes do. You end up nowhere. The go- now, if you have just celebration minus aspirations, you end up nowhere either. We're talking about a balance of aspirations. I would love that guy wants to be in Davi the whole time, but that's not where I'm up to now. Aspirations with Sameach Bechelka. That's what's needed. I want to tell you over something Rai Sunshine said this summer that I want to share with you and tell you this is what he's talking about. He said that the altar of Kelm would hear a schmooze and be very inspired when other people wouldn't be inspired from a Yisrael. And the altar of Kelm said the reason he was inspired is as follows. I'm going to say it my way of saying it, not the way the altar said it. This is my version to explain to you. The altar of Kelm would hear a schmooze on keeping away from Taivas Achila, not being too into food, and his world would be rocked. He would love the schmooze. He'd be like, wow, wow. Rabbi Yisrael would speak about not doing Taivas Achila, and the altar of Kelm's world would be rocked. Right after the altar of Kelm would go, he'd call up Dougie's, order two poppers, two hot poppers, He'd call up simply sushi and order a few things of sushi. That's the altar of Kelm would do. That's the altar of Kelm. Why would he do that? Because he was combining shivas. When you hear a shmooz, and just because you want it, just because you close, doesn't mean you're there. That's not where he was up to. He was happy where he was up to. So he would hear a shmooz and unbelievable things, and then he would return where he was up to. It doesn't mean he he aspired, but I'm not going to be there today because I want it. Because you hear a shmooz doesn't mean you're there. Process. See, right now I'm not up to there. He would then, and he said on himself that he said on himself that was his kayach that he was able to be impacted by Rabbi Yisrael. To other people, where they think they have to be there today, they don't know about Sameach Bechelkai, that appreciating where you're up to, appreciating process. I'm not ready for that yet, I'm working on things. They didn't allow themselves to be inspired by his speeches, because all or nothing, either I'm there or I'm not. He had that capacity to be amazed, aspirations. That's a great for one day to being Sameach Bechelkai. He had this balance in order. Aspirations, Sameach Bechelkai. That is something we must acquire, the Sameach Bechelkai. Learn a Seder and be happy. Learn to be very tzufridin, very accomplished what I did. Learn to make a siyam when you didn't have the Masechta perfectly. Learn to, in general, appreciate each victory with the Yetzirah has value, has unbelievable value. If you don't value the little, you don't, there's nothing ever becomes of a person. Nothing great comes. That's a claim of the pre-Haaretz already, this great Chassidish Rebbe. So that's what I want to say to us all on day four of Aseris Yimei And maybe this is something fundamental we can acquire in our lives. To really, really work on this practically, to learn to mark down, to celebrate, to, to point out. I want to tell you something, and we'll end with this, that the Messiah Sisharim talks about making a cheshben anefesh, an accounting. And the typical association of a cheshben anefesh is to find all our flaws. To find our flaws. Do you know the Messiah Sisharim? We're going to learn the Messiah Sisharim this year, Be'ez HaShem, we do the whole year. And you know the Messiah Sisharim says one of the purposes of a, of, of a cheshben anefesh is to find out the good things you do. He says it. Says to find the bad things I do, to find the. We have so many good things, un, uncomplimented, unappreciated. He says the purpose of the I did that today. That was very good. 
Salad. We think like at night, we'll go through our day, find all the bad things we did. What about thinking the good news? That was good. Salad. And he says the purpose of Merkel, the other reasons why it's important to notice the good things you do. I don't want to talk about that now. But stop to appreciate it. I did some good stuff today. That was solid. That was great. My Rebbe, a friend of mine, had a chart that he made. Our Rebbe wanted us to keep a cheshman on that show. We made charts. And on one day, he had an X going through the day. And my Rebbe yelled at him. He said, a year, the Ben Tyre never has an X going through the day. Oh, there's another X. It was Ke'ilu. The X was Ke'ilu. There was nothing good done that day. X. The whole day had an X. My Rebbe gave him shtark. A Ben Tyre doesn't have an X through a whole day. Chas v'shom. It was nothing good all day. You, you said, Shema, you put on film, you wear tzitzis. Something. So why do you have an X through a day? You're right. There was something. When he looked at his chart, he didn't like the X through the day. That's not Sameach Bechelkai. He did something, why didn't you mark it? So this is something on our service, I wanted to say. It's 12 o'clock, Rabbi Say. Shiurim will begin precisely 12.11. Whoa.